Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 146. This time, I really don't have very much for you. Because of my connectivity issues at the coffee shop, I decided to pick up a free-to-play MMO, which is DC Universe Online. It's kind of old, but it's brand new for PlayStation 4, although I'm not playing it on PlayStation 4. So I can talk about that, but that's really all I've got. I wanted to go check out Knights of Badastum and have that for you, but it looks like it's not showing at my local theater, so that probably means it's one of those really tiny releases where it's, like, showing nowhere. So I'll probably have to wait, like, a month or two until it comes out on rental and then pick it up there. I considered going to see I, Frankenstein, but that's got, like, the worst ratings ever, literally. On Rotten Tomatoes' site, they have 5%. I've never seen below 13%. And even of, like, everything I've checked it for, it's usually, like, 30 to 65% for the stuff I see. There were those two movies recently at 13%, but this 5% is, like, wow, it must be really bad. And that and the two 13% are the only movies I've ever seen below... Like I said, like 30 to 65% or so. So I'm definitely not going to spend the money on that until it's rental. So DC Universe Online is all I've got for you. I've been kind of sick and kind of sad, so my ability to think of other topics to talk about has been greatly impaired. So I couldn't think of anything else. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. DC Universe Online is a superhero MMO, with obviously the heroes of the DC comic line licensed. So all of the iconic super friends are there, and there's a lot of other more well-known characters who have not been in the Justice League. But I don't know. I'm actually not pro at DC, so I don't know, know which characters are or are not part of the Justice League. It is made by Sony Computer Entertainment. It originally released back in 2011 as, I believe, a PlayStation 3 title. I think PC came a little bit later than that. And it just recently released for PlayStation 4 with their newest content patch, which introduces a war between a couple different factions and the Red Lanterns are the newest people added to the game. It is primarily free-to-play. There is sort of a barrier to entry going on. There are a few different powers that you can't use unless you pay 10 bucks for the downloadable content that they shipped with. There's, I think, one weapon type that is also locked. And I guess there's some other fairly minor things in place, like you only get two character slots and you have one section of inventory, which I've never managed to get more than half full. And then, you know, I sell the vendor junk and then it's barely full at all. 
maybe once I get to higher level and I'm running, you know, dual spec and carrying a bunch of extra equipment, then, you know, maybe it might become an issue. But I think you could buy more inventory space. I made a third character today, so that was probably about five bucks. I used station cash that I'd had on there for years, so that was free for me, but it probably would have been like five bucks for seven more slots. The graphics are pretty decent. I mean, they're not amazing. It is an MMO, so they tend to keep things on the lower spec side of things. Plus, it was originally targeting PlayStation 3 as well, so they had to keep things kind of low spec in comparison to today. But it looks fine. You know, it's not amazing, but it's also not super terrible. It is what I would say is a very action-oriented style. It is certainly one of the more fighty types of MMOs in that, you know, you're not going to sit back, press a button, and wait half a second for something to happen. You're going to be like, click, 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 click on your mouse and, you know, pressing buttons pretty often. And you don't really hold still. You kind of move around a lot. There's a lot of fast taking down of bad guys and then moving to the next bad guy. I actually kind of have to limit myself to playing for just a few hours in a session if I can actually stay connected that long. Because I kind of sort of start to get a little bit dizzy because there is so much movement. It's not terrible. I mean, it's certainly tolerable. But there is certainly a lot more movement than, you know, the average MMO. Part of the action-y slash fighting mechanics is that all of the weapon abilities come in the form of sort of button combos. For PC, your primary attacks are left and right mouse button. So when you evolve a weapon attack, instead of being like left mouse click or left mouse hold, it'll be like, you know, you click it and then you hold it. Or maybe it's like you click left mouse and then you click right mouse. And it'll do like a special combo. It's not a huge difference in terms of how much damage it does or, you know, what it does. But it's certainly an odd choice. I mean, it makes sense for a console because you're going to be pushing, you know, console buttons. But honestly, I would have much preferred some kind of power evolution over some kind of fighting game button combo. It's never gotten too bad, but then I kind of ignore the powers that get really bad. I mean, some of them are like tap-tap and then hold on the other button. And it's like, I'm never going to remember that poop. Thankfully, I have a weapon and power choice where I pretty much just tap, you know, the melee button or tap the range button, whichever it is I want to do. And then I'll just use, you know, my click abilities, which they aren't super fast. I mean, it's probably, well, it's more really endurance draining than it is recycle-based. The first ability I got recycles pretty much after like one second. But if you you spammed it, you'd be out of endurance and then stuck for a really long time. And you can use the basic attacks forever, but kind of want to use your click abilities, you know, sparingly. Just save them for tougher guys. But this sort of action-y nature is why I think probably a lot of people and me in particular just kind of feel meh about it. Is that I don't really like that you know, click combo style, I would much rather have a traditional hotkey bar type style. Oh, speaking of that, you do get more than six abilities, but you can only have six in your 
one hotkey bar at any given time. And you might want to choose, you know, different ones. You can have two rolls. And for the character I'm playing, that is damage or healing. And depending on which role you're set in, it may alter how much damage you're doing. Or I think some of the later abilities actually get changed slightly. But it's like in healing mode, I do like 20% less damage and I have a higher chance to get critical heal, you know, roll and do better on healing. Haven't grouped yet, so I don't know how that will work out. But I was saying, I I think a lot of people probably don't play it because they feel the same as I do, that the powers are just kind of meh, and the need to do sort of fighting game combo clicks is just not terribly interesting in terms of a mechanic. And while you can lock on to the bad guys, it's not really a traditional MMO in that you can click and specifically target things. It's more like, you know, an arcade game where you're just kind of running around smashing everybody in the face. Each character picks a power set and a weapon they want to use, and that kind of determines how your character is going to play in terms of style. Like, you can pick a bow, which is ranged, and, you know, sort of like green arrow, or you can pick what they're calling dual wield, and then you can have two weapons. And you start out with sort of basic swords, but there's all different kinds of equipment, so eventually you'll get different things. I think the only thing I've seen so far, I'm not even really level 10 really yet, is just some axes. But I know, you know, there are like batons and fancier things out there. I guess I should mention here, it is an item-based game. So it has sort of those traditional MMO elements. You're going to combat, you'll beat stuff up, and stuff will drop, and it will have, you know, different rarities, and you equip that on your character. You can have it show up or not show up, and then you can choose, you know, a particular look as you get items with different looks. Like I have my head slot as, you know, not wearing anything, and then I locked that on the character choice. So anytime I pick up helmet, it will store it in the options for that slot. But because I said, you know, lock this as my initial choice, it will never show a helmet. But at any time, if I wanted to, I could unlock it, go to like a pull-down menu of the helmet looks I've unlocked for that character, and then, you know, pick one, pick whichever one I want, even if I don't have that equipment anymore. I think by level 10, you'll probably unlock about two additional looks plus, you know, whatever you started with. So you have some cool choices. You can stay as you originally designed the character in terms of look. Or you can, you know, change and evolve depending on what you're picking up. Also, there are sets and token-based gear. So all of that stuff will have special looks you can't pick at character creation. So eventually, you know, you might want to go for a particular set or a particular look. And you will, you know, probably go and change from where you originally started. It's kind of interesting to see a superhero MMO with equipment. The last one I was really into was City of Heroes slash City of Villains, where you never changed your costume except, you know, when you chose to change it. There was no equipment that changed how you looked. They had a very interesting sort of modification system to all of the powers. I think each power had six slots, 
And in those slots, you could put, you know, extra damage or extra distance or extra area of effect or endurance reduction. It was really flexible and really interesting, and I liked it quite a bit. Kind of sad they shut down now. For some reason lately, I've been wanting to play a superhero game. And so that's part of why I picked up DC Universe Online, because it's really the only thing out there. It seems pretty fun, because it is action-y, and it's like, oh, I'm going to go in and smash some guys in the face. So that's very different than a traditional MMO that I've played. You know, it's more sort of casual, I guess you could say, in terms of the fighting. Though I suppose newer MMOs are moving more towards action-y style. But at the same time, it is kind of really extremely grindy. A lot of the quests slash missions you get sent on, even right from the start, are like, go kill 15 or 20 of these guys. And while you're doing that, do five of this other thing. So it's like there are these really ridiculous numbers of, you know, what you need to do. However, I guess it's not completely intolerable. Because even if you are supposed to kill like 15 or 20 of this particular guy, it doesn't usually take that long. It takes maybe half an hour or so, if that, you know. Because the guys are mostly, even if they're even to your level, they're pretty easy to beat. You beat them in about, I guess, maybe 10 seconds each. It's not really all that long per fight. And like I said, it's pretty fun. You know, it's superhero-y, smashing guys in the face. One thing I would say that I really don't like about it is that you really don't know the status of your character. It's very easy to just kind of space out and get into this flow of battle and just smash everybody in the face. But you'll never know, you know, the status of your health or your endurance unless you specifically, you know, take that moment to look up in the corner. In a more traditional, you know, slower paced game, it's, you know, very easy. You get your eyes into a cycle, you scan you know, the landscape, and then you scan your hotkey bar for what's recycling. And, you know, it's a little bit more natural to check on your health every few seconds. But here you could very easily space out and not look at your health for, you know, a long period of time. And there's no noises from your character. There's no, you know, typical, ah, ooh, eh. Or, you know, warning, oh, I'm out of endurance. You just don't cast whatever you're trying to cast if you're out of endurance. Like I said, you can always use your basic attacks. They cost no endurance, so that's fine, but having some kind of warning that, you know, you're at like half your life or you're at a quarter of your life or even the typical video game thing of having, you know, the edge of your screen turn more and more bloody as, you know, you get closer to low life, at least that would be something. But there's really no warning at all. Sometimes I'll be in, you know, pretty big fight, fighting three or maybe four guys, and I'll look up and I'll be like, oh, I'm almost dead. I guess I should back off and be a lot more careful. So that's kind of odd to not know the status of my character by, you know, I guess you could say audio or visual feedback, or even, you know, UI feedback in some way. You just have no idea. And that seems completely contradictory to my next point which is the game is kind of cool in that every single person is voice acted you do get you know the typical text box so you can read along with them if you want 
but all of the heroes are voiced, all of the NPCs are voiced, everybody's talking all the time. So there's a lot going on in terms of, you know, audio experience, I guess you could say. You know, how how the game feels alive. And it's actually kind of cool because I think some of the voice actors are ones from, like, TV series or other video games. I recognized Mark Hamill right away. You know, he's done the Joker for many, many, many years. I guess this was probably one of his last projects, though, because he doesn't do it anymore. But it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, several other heroes were the same voices as, you know, other video games or TV series. So that's very cool to hear, you know, the actual hero voice that, you know, you're used to for that hero or villain. There are villains as well. You can actually choose if you want to be a hero or villain. And as part of the story, which I will not spoil, but I did post the intro video on my Facebook page if you're curious. Or you could just go, you know, look it up yourself. Maybe I'll toss it into the show notes as well. It's a pretty cool story if you're into DC Comics at all. I'm having a reasonable amount of fun with it. I haven't played all that much. I've played maybe a dozen or so hours. So I'm really not qualified to give it a rating. But I would say, you know, it's okay. It's free to play, so there's not much reason why you shouldn't at least check it out and give it a chance. You know, you can stick with the free stuff for a while if you're kind of on the fence about it. Just today, I gave them 10 bucks to unlock one of the power sets and, you know, content expansions. And I'm really happy I did. I really like the power set, so that's pretty cool. And I figure, you know, meh, I'm going to play it for probably a month, so 10 bucks is more than fair. And when I unlocked that, characters so they got like five bucks that they kind of already had because it was you know station money it's not real money anymore but mostly I got it because you know the internet at my coffee shop I hang out at is so really completely terrible I figured probably an MMO is the only thing that's going to hang on and try and stay connected and surprisingly DC Universe Online never lets go Even if the modem is completely dropped and doesn't even show up on the network anymore, the game is still running for a little while, at least before it it notices that it's lost connection and says, hey, you've lost connection. But several times I've had it just get really, really, really laggy and not talk to the server, but it's like still connected in terms of, you know, talking to the modem. And it'll go for, you know, two or maybe even three minutes. And I'll be like, well... Uh, I guess I'll eventually come back. And when it comes back, you know, I'm still in the game, and the game, you know, catches up, and it's like, oh, you're still here. So that's pretty cool. But I really just got it because, you know, I can't play my other games. They pretty much always get disconnected. And I don't really want to change locations because that would be, you know, more depressing and stressful, I think, than just waiting it out. So I figured, you know, something like an MMO, I could probably play that until... You know, the two betas that I'm waiting for come up, and then I'll I'll probably decide what to do then. Because for those, I'm expecting I'm going to need, you know, a regular connection again. Who knows, maybe they'll fix it by then. But this was a lot of rambling that I probably should have put in the close. But that's it for DC Universe Online. Check it out if you're interested in superheroes. It's free, so why not? 
Laundry day. See you there. Under things tumbling. Wanna say, love your hair. Here I go, mumbling. With my freeze ray, I will stop. There's really nothing for the news. RoboCop is due out February 12th, and that's it. I had something else, but I didn't write it down, so I guess it wasn't very newsworthy, because now I can't even remember what it was. So that's it for the news. So that's it for this week's Rabbit's Rumblings podcast. As I rambled about in the DC Universe section, my connection is getting really, really bad. I'm playing DCU casually, I guess you could say. Play it for a few hours here and there. If the connection continues to get worse, though, I'm going to have no choice but to go somewhere else if I want to play or really do anything. Because today, it was just so bad. I would guess probably between 20 and 40% of the entire time it was either lagged and doing nothing or completely offline, not even showing up on the network. So it's like, at this point, you can't do anything. It's like, it doesn't matter what it is, it's gonna be interrupted, and it's probably gonna be interrupted for several minutes. So, you know, like, as example, during lunch I watched a 20-minute show in the first seven minutes, it had been stuck three times, and I don't even know how long it took to recover each time. It probably took me like an hour to watch that 20-minute show, because it got stuck all the time. So, I don't know. I might not have a choice about what to do. I might have to find somewhere else, which would be really terribly sad. But I guess that's it for this week's Rabbit's Ramblings, hopefully you do not have a terrible life and are having fun with whatever games you are playing or movies you are watching. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. See you next, bye. This isn't happening, Dale. We're not here. It's just a bad dream. Oh, I agree completely. We'll wake up any minute to harbor and have a laugh about all this. But this sort of actiony nature is why I think probably a lot of people and, you know, me and pick... However, I guess it's not completely intolerable. To the Batmobile. Let's go.
Atomic batteries to power. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbit's ramblings dot html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution share alike license.